0: Welcome to Talking Payments with Vico, the podcast that goes beyond the now to give you insight into the technologies and initiatives that are shaping the future of payments. I'm your host, Simon Klein, Invico's Director of Communication. I'm joined once again by my colleagues, Brian Byrne, Payments Industry Veteran and Vico's Director of Engagement Operations, and Bastien Lejeet, a leading global expert on payments technology and Vico's Technology Consultant. Today. Following the recent publication of EnVico's annual report for 2021, we'll be taking a look at some of the most significant milestones from EnVico's work in the last year and how they enhance reliable and convenient payments around the world. We'll also explore some emerging trends for 2022 and how EnVico aims to address these in the year ahead. Brian, Bastien and I will take a deeper look into these trends shortly, but first I'd like to share a conversation I had earlier with EnVico's Chair of its Board of Managers, Jin to get his thoughts on how the organisation progressed in 2021 and what he sees as key priorities for the year ahead. Let's take a listen. Genoa, thanks for joining us on Talking Payments with
1: Vico. It's a pleasure to be here, Simon.
0: Let's dive right in. As the chair of IANVICO's board, what have you seen as the key milestones for IANVICO in 2021?
1: One thing Yenvico always prides itself on is responding to change. And 2021 was certainly a year of transition for payments. Ongoing impact from the pandemic has resulted in a continuous shift towards contact-free payments in store and an acceleration in the popularity of online purchases. EMV Core has continued to develop its specifications in response to this. To mention just a few, the 3D Secure Working Group has released version 2.3 of the EMV 3DS specification. We announced updates to the EMV QR code specification as consumer demand for touchless payments continues to rise. And the EMV chip specifications has also been updated to support elliptic curve cryptography and ensure robust security. EMVCo has continued to engage with the wider payment community when developing such specifications to ensure the needs of all stakeholders are met. Over the last year, we are proud to have maintained point of participation for payment industry stakeholders through a remote environment, continuing to support and develop specifications with an engagement model that has enabled virtual participation. This has allowed us to successfully collaborate throughout the pandemic, continuing to enhance and evolve the EMV specifications, supporting innovations and meeting industry needs delivering a number of technical milestones and additional resources we hope to recommence face-to-face meeting with our associates and the payment industry at large in 2022 once it's safe to do so this will be complemented by continued online engagement and education opportunities throughout the year
0: so, Jimmo, it's clearly been a year of further evolution for Invico as it responds to an ever-shifting landscape. Looking ahead,
1: what future trends is Invico already preparing to address in 2022? Choice and convenience are going to be at the heart of payments in the coming years, with emerging technologies. For example, QR codes, still rising in popularity, which offer data-rich and contact-free payment options in store. The EMV secure remote commerce specifications will continue to develop to promote trust, recognition, and familiarity, and combat car not present fraud, while simplifying online checkouts. Wireless payments using technologies such as Wi-Fi, ultra-wideband, Bluetooth low energy, and mobile data. EMV is also conducting a tap-to-mobile testing program, which would enable mobile devices with building contactless capabilities to deliver consistent and seamless tap to pay experience for consumers. Each of these exciting emerging use cases are supporting new ways for merchant customers to pay for goods and services, both in-store and online. This will shape ENVCO's technical initiative for 2022. As EMV specifications continues to have an important role to play in providing a common and flexible foundation for the delivery of new payment methods and options that make it easy for consumers to pay how they want, whether in-store or online.
0: Thanks Xunhua. It will be fascinating to see how the landscape evolves further this year and the role EMVCO plays in
1: it. You are very welcome Simon. As always with EMVCO in 2022, collaboration will remain an integral part of the work we do. I'd like to thank our associates and the subscribers for their hard work over the last 12 months and also highlight the work of participating industry stakeholders who provided key contributions to the evolution of EMV specifications. We look forward to more in the year ahead.
0: Thanks again to Xinhua for his time earlier. It's great to hear about the vision that EMV Co-Chair has for the organisation and learn about some of the exciting new developments that are in store over the next year. Brian, Bastian, coming to you now for your reflection on the past 12 months,
2: what do you think of some of the key trends we've seen in the payments industry? Thanks, Simon. As Ginwil quite rightly says, the challenges faced by payments are constantly evolving and, like in 2020, the pandemic has been a significant influence in 2021. There's a continued shift away from cash towards card-based payments. EMV technology is still crucial to commerce around the globe. We're seeing that consumers increasingly demand touchless payments in store. So the EMV contactless specifications are now more important than ever. We're also seeing demand for richer in-store checkouts. EMV codes is helping to enable this by supporting emerging payment methods that use QR codes. It's a similar story online, too, with unprecedented growth in e-commerce transactions shining the spotlight on the security and convenience of online checkouts. EMVCo made significant enhancements in EMV3D Secure during 2021 to help support this growth with more secure and convenient e-commerce authentication. Okay, so from
0: your technical perspective, Bastian, what detail can you give on some key EMVCo outputs from the past year? in addition to the 3DS specification Brian just touched on.
3: Yeah, as you can imagine, I could provide a lot, but it's it's nearly impossible to cover everything here. Um, But I think it's important to address both online and offline environments. So I'll start by focusing on face-to-face payments, and then we can get into e-commerce. So first of all, the the EMV chip specification has been updated um, to support the um, ECC, the elliptic curve cryptography. we um, also improved the communication capabilities between uh, EMV contactless payment terminal and, and devices, which has been announced through, uh, through the IQ modulation. We've updated the uh, EMV card personalization specification, uh, well-known CPS specifications, uh, which have been updated to support uh, card data encryption advancements. Um, we also worked a lot on, on TAP2Mobile with the early adopter program which has been extended to the uh, NFC chipset providers and um, some updates as well on EMV payment tokenization and EMV uh, QR code specifications.
0: It's definitely been a busy period for EMV code with the arrival of new specifications and the evolution of existing ones. There's also the evaluation and approval programs that the
3: organization manages. Bastian, can you give us an update on how
0: that's been progressing in the past year?
3: Sure, Simon. Um, And and you know the two activities, specifications and testing, are are key pillars for EMVCO. So EMVCO brings confidence to the global payments ecosystem through the the testing and approval of payment products um, that are compatible and secure in accordance with uh, EMV specifications. Um, Just a few figures here. Um, We do have uh, 103 qualified test tool providers. Uh, on, on various technologies, 8 uh, Faden and uh, 817 EMV Co. certified products globally uh, and 78 approved testing laboratories. Um, I would also like to mention that EMV Co. work on testing at different levels um, for, for face-to-face environment: Level 1 testing, level 2 testing and level 3 testing, uh, which all together are, are quite important to, uh, to uh, uh, make sure that payments uh, go smoothly. Thanks Bastian.
0: Brian, in addition to the testing certification work, EMVCo also manages EMV Marks. What is this work?
2: Yeah, this is an important and you know it's an often overlooked part of the work that EMVCO does. The EMVCo Marks provide an easy to recognize visual symbols, which provide consistency and familiarity to the payment experience in store and online. And they inspire consumer confidence and trust in the payment process. You know, and they're marks like the contactless indicator, the contactless symbol, new click-to-pay icon. So payments industry stakeholders use these EMVCO marks to demonstrate to their customers that their products are compliant with the EMV specifications for compatibility and security. These EMVCO marks provide assurance to the users of payment products that those products meet EMV specifications and will function accordingly.
0: Thanks, Brian. Shifting back towards the technologies again, we've already discussed some of the main trends in payments over the past year, as well as some of the new and evolving EMV Co specifications. But how do these align with the changing needs of the industry?
2: Well, first I think it's worth reminding ourselves that all of EMVCo began with, and in some cases, is still best known for the EMV chip specifications. At a time of new and exciting ways to pay, it's easy to forget the significance of this specification in enabling millions of payments to work seamlessly and securely worldwide every single day. One of the most significant updates over the last year has been to give users the ability to verify a payment using a cardholder biometric entered on a terminal, as well as the recent announcement in 2021 to support elliptic curve cryptography, which we refer to as ECC. And that's going to continue to develop moving into 2022.
3: Yeah, that's absolutely right, Brian. Um, and in 2022, EMVQ intends to uh, publish the version 4.4 for the EMV Contact chip specifications uh, with the objective to simplify to implement chip product, optimizing the latest advancements. Um, we also plan to evolve terminal testing to uh, enable enhanced security um, without impacti- impacting technical performances. Uh, with the the implementation of ECC elliptic curve cryptography. And um, we also look to bring uh, the the key learnings uh, from elliptic curve cryptography um, in the contact share payments to the contactless world to support um, the the ever growing demand for contactless and touchless payment solutions.
0: Excellent. So lots of important updates already made. As we touched on earlier, e-commerce has grown exponentially over the past couple of years what work is EMV code doing in this area?
2: Yeah, it certainly has grown. So um, one of the things we're doing is a specification update for EMV Secure Remote Commerce, and that's targeted for release uh, in 2022. And the purpose of that is to simplify the usability of the technical documents and ease and facilitate product development updates for the spec users in the future. Inveco is also exploring an EMV SRC testing program to evaluate the components of an SIC solution to confirm it performs to the standards and functions detailed within the spec and support the expected level of interoperability.
3: And as you mentioned, Brian, uh, security is another key feature of EMV specifications, which is why we released an updated version of the EMV 3D Secure specification late in 2021 um, to support robust frictionless authentication for online purchases. I should mention here that with the release of version 2.3 of the EMV 3DS specification, EMV Co. will be sunsetting testing for EMV 3DS 2.1 later this year as well. So we would encourage adoption of the latest specifications in order to uh, deliver the latest announcements to, uh, to consumer.
0: Thanks, Bastian. And anyone who wants to learn more about EMV 3DS version 2.3 can listen to the previous episode of Talking Payments with EMV Co which we go into their latest updates in much more detail. So, having touched on e-commerce and more traditional in-store payment methods, what new payment trends can you see emerging in 2022?
3: Well, one very interesting initiative is wireless payments. Uh, while the EMV specifications do not currently cover wireless technologies such as Wi-Fi, ultra-wideband UWB, Bluetooth flow energy, BLE, um, and, and mobile data, uh, EMBCo is eva- evaluating the role that wireless technology could play in a flexible and convenient payment experiences. So, in 2022, um, EMVCO plans to define the scope um, the scope EMB Co could play in uh, the wireless payment space.
0: What are the advantages of wireless payments over more traditional payment methods?
3: Wireless technology can enable payment to um, to be made. Um, without a device being in immediate proximity to the payment terminal. The um, initial work to define use cases shows that uh, it could create a more flexible and convenient payment experience for both the merchant and the consumer, so creating a wealth of, of new payment opportunities.
0: Thanks, Bastian. An excellent insight into what's to come over the next year and beyond, both from an EMV perspective and for the wider payments community. In terms of developing EMV technologies, how will EMVCO work with the wider ecosystem to ensure needs are met?
3: Yeah, EMVCO is all about collaboration, uh, which is something uh, we do through partnerships um, with other global industry bodies, as well as regional focus groups. So one very good example um, in, of this is our partnership with FIDO Alliance and the World Wide Web Consortium, W3C, to announce the security and convenience of web payments. So together, we have created the uh, Web Payment Security Interest Group, um, which renewed its charter last year to enable the collaboration to continue until 2023.
2: Yeah, you're um, spot on there, Bastian, with those comments about collaboration. I mean, they're absolutely key because, you know, in the industry, we all face the same challenges day to day. You know, for example, through the collaboration with W3C and FIDO that you mentioned earlier, Inveco is working to improve the strong customer authentication experience in Europe. Some fantastic work clearly being done
0: there alongside Inveco's industry partners. Looking at EMVCo, Brian, can you give a little
2: overview of the various working groups and the technologies they're working
0: on within EMVCo?
2: Yeah, sure. It's been a very busy time at Inveco. You know, at the end of last year, I can say that INVICO operated 19 different working groups and task forces. We held 22 interactive meetings throughout the year. We responded to 10,910 queries. Uh, we have active engagement with our 88 associates and also with our 416 subscribers.
0: So it sounds as though there's a lot of opportunity to get involved.
2: How exactly do payment industry stakeholders contribute to Envico? So payments industry stakeholders can contribute to EMVCO's work through participation as associates in EMVCO's Board of Advisors to propose new initiatives and vote on whether a draft of a new specification or a major update is ready for official publication. They can be regular EMVCO advisory and technical meeting participants where they can help us develop, enhance, and evolve the EMV specifications. And then they can review and comment on EMV draft specifications. Thanks for outlining the way stakeholders can contribute there, Brian. Could you
0: also elaborate on how EMVCO participates in industry events as a way of engaging with its stakeholders?
2: Yeah, EMVCO puts a big emphasis on industry participation. And you know, there's just a few places that you might've seen us last year, um, at the Merchant Risk Council's annual Las Vegas conference, at the US Payments Forum full meeting in Houston, at Banking 4.0 in Bucharest, in Europe. Virtual speaking roles at events, such as Fido Alliance, Virtual Plenary, and the Mobile Payments Conference also enabled us to continue our close collaboration with other industry bodies. And we're hopeful of being able to return to -to face-to-face engagement with the Invico Associates at the earliest opportunity. But of course, when it's safe in 2022, whichever way we connect, we look forward to a. Yet another year of engagement and participation with all of the payment industry stakeholders. Thanks, Brian. It's also worth mentioning
0: a number of resources EMVCO has published over the last year to help support and educate all stakeholders on the latest trends and developments. We hosted a series of educational webinars, including sessions on QR code, EMV 3DS version 2.3, both of which drew wide audiences from stakeholders outside of the EMVCO community. We also produced a series of webcasts on QR code payments, online commerce, as well as an animated guide to EMV3DS and how it works. You can find recordings of all of these freely available in the resources section of our website. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And that's it for this episode of Talking Payments with EMVCO. Thank you once again to Brian and Bastian and to all of you who've tuned in. I'd also like to thank our chair, Jim hwa for his contribution to today's episode. make sure you never miss an episode of Talking Payments with Envico, don't forget to hit subscribe from wherever you get your podcast. For more information on any of the topics discussed today, head to emvco.com where you'll find a range of materials that are freely available. On our website, you can also subscribe to EMV Insights, our educational resource that provides information and updates to support EMV understanding. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to join us again next time.